one he's ever come in contact with. He knows us all tonight. So if you'll understand when I say this, that yes, he does, and his knowledge is infinite wisdom, but as we see it on the pages of our Bible, he's doing those miracles for people he don't even know. Right. You'll allow me to say it that way. Those ones that has called out to him barely know him. Yeah. That's right. The only reason why they're calling out is because they've heard from right. others. And the talk of the town, Jesus has done this and Jesus has done that. Just maybe what he's done for others, he'll do for me. Right. If Jesus is willing to do that for those that he, again, if you'll allow me to say it, right. don't know. What do you think he would do yes. for someone that knows him? Amen. That loves him? Yes. That has had him in their house? Cooked supper for him? Yeah. Fellowship with him? Sat around and talked and just fellowship one with another? Right. What do you think he's going to do when he finds out that family's in need? Yes. In my mind, He's fixing to stop everything going on. Yep. He's fixing to tell these to hang on a second. There's a little old family that I love back yonder in Bethany that they need my help. Surely for someone that he loves on the level that he loves Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Yes. That when the news comes for the Dax, he oh, has Mr. just set his Sight. He has just reevaluated the direction of which he's going, and now he has punched in a new GPS coordinate. Right. Go straight to their house. Right. That's the way I like to think. Right. Yes. What he did. Nope. sometimes the way we think Jesus would do things ain't the way he would actually do things. You're right. The way, let me say it this way, the way I expect him. You know, we always preach and we testify God is God all by himself. He is. God was God before I got here. He was. God is God while I'm here. He is. God will be God when I'm gone. And yes, he will be. Yes. Sometimes my prayer life seems like I'm trying to dictate what God does. Right. Lord, if you would do this, this situation. Lord, if you would do that, Brother Shepard, then this would work out better like he don't know. Don't make me preach it by myself. I'm trying to be nice. It's 8.37 and I'm trying to be fast about this, but I'm, I'll slow down and preach it all. Oh, the Lord. Now, I'm really only going to bring out one point tonight. Bless you, Lord. And I don't know why this makes sense. Maybe it does. Maybe it don't. For the service that we've just had. But this is the verse that the Lord is putting in my heart. The Bible says in verse 1, John 11. Now a certain man of, was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary, and her sister Martha. And it was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair. His brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sister said unto him, saying, Lord, behold, here it is, he whom thou lovest. 
loveth is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Mm. He loves his family. Yes. I'm really trying to figure out because I've already read the rest of it. I know y'all already have. Bible students, children of God, you've already read. Why is what's fixing to happen fixing to happen? Brother Dax, if he loves them the way he does, if he loves us the way he does, how come he just don't? Yeah. When we ask him to. He loved Mary. He loved Martha. He loved Lazarus. So when he heard, therefore, that he was sick, I tell you what we're going to do. Here's the plan, and we're going to stick to it. Yeah. We're fixing to find out the good things that God's fixing to do for this little family. Right. Yes. We're fixing to realize just how much he loves them. <laughs> oh, Lord of mercy. Tell it, preacher. I wish I could go to the end of the sermon and preach it for just about five minutes and then I'll come back and finish reading this verse. And we're fixing to find out what the greatest plan for a family that loves God and God loves them that is in need of divine healing from Jesus. Here's how he helps. When he heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still. In the same place yep. where he was. Yes. Now can I ask you something tonight? How many of us have come to a place of prayer, gotten what maybe even specifically these altars? In your altar at home or driving up and down the road, I know I've made a place of an altar in many different places. I can make one in a car. I can make one in a bed. And I can make one in a deer stand. But I have had many times where I've called on God. Brother Josh and I poured my heart. There's been times where I was actually deer hunting and I've just had an overwhelming of that uh, moment that those uh, burdens come over me where I put my rifle down or put my bow down and I disrupted every squirrel and bird amen, in those woods and I called out on God, didn't care who was listening, probably ruined the hunt for all kind of people. But I did not care because I had to call out on him. Right. Amen. I guarantee you, some of us, if we ain't careful, we'll think, boy, I got a hold of him that time. We fixing to see something happen. Now, I hope you understand me. I am not debunking the power of prayer. Right, right, right. I believe that Bible. I believe where he said to ask anything in my name, and it shall be given unto thee. Amen. Amen. I believe a lot of times we misinterpret the things we are supposed to be asking for. Oh, my. Yes, I, I ain't trying to preach the Sunday school lesson, but when you start asking him for the right thing, yep. he'll start giving. Word to his will. Word to his will. That's right. Yes. When it ain't about me. Amen. When it ain't doing this. Right. Yep. Yep. But when it's doing that, yep. he'll start just shoveling it out from heaven. That's right. That's right. And I'm not trying to remove the power. Of prayer. I believe prayer even changes things. Yes. It'll change it, won't it, Brother Dad? Yes, It'll change it when the doctor says it's bad news. Yes, sir. 
I believe that when your phone rings at about 7.30 at night and they say we don't know if your wife's going to make it or not, the helicopter's on its way from Greenville and you find out before you ever even prayed and asked God to help, there was already others praying. Amen. I believe prayer changes things. Yeah. Sure. Yes, sir. Yes. But there are some times in our lives yes. when we call on the Lord Jesus Right. And we ask him to come on our behalf. And surely because of his love for us, right. he'll be there. But sometimes he just gets still. Right. Yes, sir. What are we going to do, Lord? Yeah. We're going to stay right here. Yeah. <laughs> but what about Mary? We're going to stay here. What about Martha? We're going to stay here. Yeah. But you love Lazarus. I know I love Lazarus. That's why. Mm. For staying here. Think about it. They didn't understand it all. Here's my thought that I'll get to, and I'm just going to walk through it. It's 8.43. I've been up here for 13 minutes. I'll try to be done in seven. We know that Lazarus takes his final breath. Matter of fact, the Lord Jesus... He even says as he begins to teach his disciples and they begin to speak back to him. The verse number 11 says, These things said he, uh, after that he saith unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth. Right. But I go that I may awake him out of sleep. Thank God he's finally on the move. Amen. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Right. Don't know about y'all preachers, but it says the disciples. Yep. Now, I ain't wanting to correct my Bible. You know that. But I've got a feeling when we get to heaven, we might find out that was Simon Peter. Had to be. Simon's that one that always injects when he's not been asked. Yeah. He, you know, you know the, the phrase open mouth, insert foot? Yeah. It, it came from Simon Peter. It came from the one that was always quick to answer without ever being asked a question. He said, if he's asleep, he'll be fine. The Lord said, unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, well okay, then. okay then. But I thought you, I know what you thought I said. I know what I did say, but I'm letting you know now. The matters of which you prayed have not got any better. But they've actually gotten worse. Yeah. Yeah. Now let me ask an honest Christian in here tonight. Has anybody ever pleaded, begged, poured your heart out to God and before your matters ever got an ounce better, they got a hole? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Got worse. Yes, sir. It got yes. worse. Instead of going the right way, in my eyes, they was going the wrong way. Instead of God answering, it seemed like God is ignoring. And the whole time he knows what's going on. Yes, sir. He stayed for two days still doing nothing. And then when somebody finally says, well, you know what? I'm okay with him being sick. If you say he's just sick and if you say he's asleep, but when we get there, you'll wake him up and everything's going to be fine. He said, no, he's dead. Yes. Oftentimes, dead. the Lord lets our problems 
get greater. The Lord lets our burdens get heavier. The Lord lets those things that are weighing in our life overwhelm us to a place where we do not understand yes. what's going on. But he loves them. And I'm just going to skip a whole lot of preaching. I'm going to get to the end of And the reason why it got worse before it got better is because he loved them. Right. That's right. That's right. preacher, you have Yes, sir. And the reason why he didn't come when they asked him was because he loved them. Yes. Yes. And because he didn't jump when they snapped their fingers was because he loved them. Amen. And the reason why he's not doing exactly what you were asking him to do right now is because he loves you. Man. And the reason why you've been praying that prayer for a year or five or ten years and he ain't answered it yet is because he loves you. And here's the truth of John 11. If he is so familiar with this family, Brother John, and they're so familiar with him, I guarantee you, they have been around for a few blinded eyes to be opened. Yeah. Yeah. They've right. seen it. Yeah. <laughs> they have watched lame men take up their bed yeah. and throw them upon their shoulder yeah. and walk away. Why do you think they called for him? Right. Because they knew he was capable of doing it just like everybody else did. So when Lazarus gets down in the sickness, they call for Jesus. Hey, he did it for all them. He's going to do it for us because he loves us. And he said, yeah, I'm going to do something for you, but it ain't what you're asking. Because I love you. <laughs> and when matters are getting worse and worse and worse to the point of they have already had a funeral. And the family that Jesus loved didn't even show up to accept friends and family. Or should I say family and friends? And when the preacher sat it over the top of Lazarus, he said, anybody got anything they want to say? And Martha's looking around saying, I know somebody who'd want to say something. Yeah. And Mary's got that box in her arm, and she's saying, surely he'd want to say something. <laughs> yeah. But he was not there. He wasn't there. He was late. Mm. But he loved him. Right. Amen. But he loves you. Yes. Why ain't he doing it? Why ain't he answering? Why ain't he coming through? Yes. Because he loves you. Man. Man. <laughs> my, 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 my. Preacher said, Martha and Mary, I want you to grab hands together. Take this shovel and y'all be the first ones to throw the dirt on top of the grave of your brother. Or maybe in that day it'd be more correctly to say, y'all grab a hold of this stone together and roll it and seal the life of your brother in this tomb. Right. Oh my. Where, where is he? Then all of a sudden, a few days later, 
the word comes to town. Right. Jesus is on his way. And I like how, and I ain't gonna go, I ain't gonna preach at all. Don't get nervous. Because there's I may preach some more of it tomorrow night because I can't get it all out tonight. It specifically said he was on his way. And Martha heard that he was on his way. Martha goes out there to meet him. And she has some conversations with the Lord. I, I, if he'll let me, I'm asking him to let me preach it tomorrow night. After she gets through talking to him, she goes and asks him to go talk to Mary. You know why? Because they are so dis... Oh my goodness, I hate even having to say this, but it's just what happens in John 11. They were disappointed. Yeah. Right? Yes, right. they were. Yes, sir. They were upset. Right. Not at what God had done. What he wasn't doing. But what he didn't do. Right. Yeah. Yes, anybody, anybody still want to be some honest Christians with me tonight? Yes, sir. Yes. It's me. Been there. And the whole time you can hear the question ringing out of the heart of Martha and out of the heart of Mary. Why? Lord, why? And I believe if you could have heard the voice of Jesus, he would have said, Because I love you. Amen. Because I love you. Yes. Now, how does all of that make sense? Go back just one second to the times that they've seen Jesus perform all of these miracles. Right. But there was one thing they had never seen him do that he was getting ready to do. Wow. And because he loved them, he had something a little more special right. for them than what they even asked for. Yes. He had a greater miracle. He had a greater blessing. He had something that exceeded their prayer. Oh my God. I wonder why sometimes the Lord Jesus don't answer all my prayers. Probably because they're too shallow. And he's saying, why would I do that when we could just wait about two more years and I'll do something that you didn't even know how to ask me for. I'll do something for you that you didn't even know. He was capable of praying and we don't even know how to ask God for some things. Because I love you. Now tell me, where have you laid him? Roll away the stone. Now I said all that to say this tonight. That the Lord Jesus may not have been answering your prayers the way you want him to answer your prayer. And he may have seemingly been in the same place that he was the last time you talked to him. And you're wondering how come he's still tearing where he was. Yeah. How come he's not doing what I'm asking him to do. It just might be that he's doing something far greater than what you even asked him for. Yeah. Amen. In verse number six, I believe it is. When he heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. We have caught the Lord Jesus physically doing nothing. <laughs> That's a very rare thing to find, the Lord Jesus doing nothing. But actually, no, it's not. Sometimes he likes to stay still. Sometimes he likes to get in the bottom of a boat and take a nap. Yep. <laughs> 
I'm with you. Yes, sir. Yeah, he could have stayed awake and he could have just made no storms appear on that journey on over to the other side. But instead, he thought it would be better if he'd get down there and be asleep. And so instead of just giving you a nice little safe journey, he thought no would be better is if I let a storm arise and I show them that I've got the power to step on the stern of that boat and command peace to be still and then command the winds to cease, command the waves to quit raging on. And sometimes what he does is say, Instead of saying, instead of coming by and touching your Lazarus and healing your Lazarus, sometimes it's just better to let him go ahead and die. But when you feel like all help is gone, I can walk over to a stone and call death. Amen. An unvictorious matter. And I can bring life back into your life. Amen. Tell it, preacher. Oh, I'd rather him, preacher, I'd rather him just make a way right now. No, I like singing them songs about he makes a way when there ain't no way. I like it when he shows up, when it seems like all hope is gone. That's the kind of God I serve. You say, well, why does matters have to get worse? So he can prove how good he really is. Without your problems getting to the point of your unbearable, uncomprehendable, to the place of you feel like you're nearly about to throw in the towel. But for Jesus to step in, he'll say, remember over there in verse number six in this story? Yep. When it looked like I wasn't doing nothing? Yep. Be reminded, I'm doing a whole lot more when I'm doing nothing. Yep. Amen. Yes, sir. Than what you're doing when you're doing everything you can. Jesus is sitting down, staying in the same place, staying in the same town, ain't moved, ain't grunted. He didn't even have to go to Bethany. He could have spoke the word from where he was and Lazarus would have been healed. But instead, he decided to stay there and do nothing. And because he did nothing, he was able to do something. So he was doing something when he was doing nothing. He was doing far more greater than what they could have imagined. You just gotta wait here. You say, what am I supposed to do while he's doing nothing? That might be a good inclination that you better get ready. That while there's nothing going on, it just might be that he's fixing to show up and do something exceedingly and abundantly yeah. far more greater than what you've ever seen God do in your life. Man. Don't mean it's fine. Don't mean it's an enjoyable process. But at the end of it all, you know what Mary and Martha Lazarus said in chapter number 12? Martha serving fried chicken. And Mary's over there worshiping. You know what I love about the whole story of Mary Mark and Lazarus? Lazarus never said nothing. <laughs> you know what I think he was doing while he was sitting there with a plate of fried chicken, mashed potatoes, and white gravy? Yes, sir. Probably wasn't even eating very much. He's probably just looking around. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How about that? Right. Yeah. I guarantee you'd have heard Mary and Martha say something like this. Well. Mm. We've seen it all. <laughs> yeah. And they couldn't have said that. 
Right. And not Jesus tarried. Yes, sir. Yes. Had not Jesus done nothing. And I don't know where you are, but I've been in the places where I felt like he was doing nothing. Yeah. But when he was doing nothing, he was doing something. Yes. I wonder we worshiped him tonight. Yep. We praised him. Yep. I guarantee you there's still some burdens that are lingering in this place. Yes. And you've let, you, you almost left saying, Lord, it was good to praise you. It was good to worship you. But, Lord, what about? Yep. But tonight, before we leave this place, you might want to get in this altar and say, Lord, sure don't look like you're doing anything. <laughs> but I'm trusted in that. Yes, sir. Man. That even though my Lazarus type situation is getting worse and it's getting worse and tomorrow it might even get a little bit worse, I'm just believing it's only right. getting worse. That way you can prove yes. yourself so much greater yeah, in my life. That while you're doing nothing, yes. it only means you fixing to do something. Right. Like I've never seen before. Yes. I want us to stand together tonight. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's some health issues. Maybe it's some financial problems. Maybe it's some spiritual battles that you've been fighting. And I tell you, he's up to something. He's up to something. Don't doubt him right now. Don't give up on him right now. They gave up on him. They sure did. They gave up. But even when they gave up, he said, it don't matter. You can yeah. give up if you want to, but I was already planning to do this anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. What you do, don't dictate what I do, Mary. Right. What you think, don't dictate who I am, Martha. Damn. Oh, Lord, I wish I could go back and preach it all tonight. I'm telling you, I'm about to bust inside. You have to come back tomorrow night. Maybe the Lord will let the preachers, all of us, just leave believing tonight Man. and tell him I'm trusting you. Yes, man. Come on, preacher. Thank you, God.